Well, welcome to the Hustle & Honey podcast, where we explore the sweetness, struggle, and success of running your own business. We're your co-hosts, Jen and Mish. Welcome to episode one. Okay. It's just us today, because um, this is where we're starting. We're starting. We're starting with us. Just start somewhere. <laughs> so I feel like the first thing that we want to talk about is just what our vision is for the pod. Absolutely. So, um, I don't know if you want to go first. You want to, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Sure. I'll go first. Okay. Hey Mish, what's your vision for the pod? (laughs) Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you see happening here? Um, I think for me, obviously we've done as like a little quick backstory, Jen and I have done countless projects together over the past 12 years. Oh my gosh, We've yeah. known each other for a really long time. Yeah, we've been friends for a really long time. Yeah, at least with that. Um, we've hosted like make your own kombucha workshops and we've vended a ton of events together throughout various businesses over time. Yes. And we are just, yeah, we're good at, we're good partners in business and projecting. So yes. this felt like a really natural thing and also something that we've both been wanting to do for a long time. So why not use the support of the buddy system to do it together? Yes, <laughs> I love buddy systems. Um, I think my, like, um, like what I'm wanting from the experience is similar to what you want, but a little bit different just in that I've had tons of businesses over time and my, none of them have really like, hit it you know I, that's not true I feel like my soap not true. business I still am like, like begging you to bring I, back the soap yeah. next time we'll discuss if we can get niche to bring back the soap <laughs> I um that I ended up just doing it on my own and it became too much for me and so instead of like asking for help or outsourcing or figuring out how I could solve the problem I just like shut it down and at like a younger time where I was totally scared also a pattern I'm trying to undo currently. Oh my god, I can't wait to talk about, talk about all the patterns yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. Yeah. Keep going. So uh, throughout time, I've done um, a lot of like business trainings and workshops and seminars and things like that. And I feel like the like business um, like inspo or like advice that I've always heard is multiple things. But one is find people who have what you want and do what they do. And then that, like, if you are, if you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with, when it comes to business, like it would make most sense then to surround yourself with people who are doing better than you are so that you can learn and grow from them. And currently I, I don't have that. So for me, a big inspiration of doing this is to like really start to, create that environment for myself and for us in which we're surrounded by successful people all the time because I think that is a huge like energetic piece that helps push things forward um and also like community like community building has been a huge thing for me the past couple of years especially like during and post pandemic or post pandemic now right we can say we're post yeah we're post pandemic now and I yeah I feel like that is a huge element that's been missing for me. And I think that's been missing for a lot of people mm-hmm. and creating that is, has proven to be difficult to like build consistency with people. And so not only do I want, you know, more friends and new friends and just, but to have that support of yeah community of people who are doing maybe not even the exact same thing as you, but like are in business yeah. to have people to look towards and ask questions and, 
Yeah, I just want to learn from people, and I love hearing people's stories. Yeah, I feel like I'm excited about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's your vision for the podcast? Um, I love everything you said. I do think it is very similar. We've obviously talked about that, which is why we wanted to start this together. Um, I think that for me, one of the biggest things that I really wanted to do with this podcast is to learn from others and to build my community because I do feel like so many industries, like, like you said, um, a little bit of my backstory is like, I've had many different businesses. So I had like my apparel company and I've done photography and I'm still like very into my photography and I've doing henna and art and I just kind of jump around but within each of those things it's like I'm building a new community each time and I would really like to have all of my community like kind of come together and have that where it's just one giant massive network of people that I know and love and work with and um and I want to share their stories because I do think that learning from other people's success and their struggles is like the thing that helps us progress and like just do better in our own lives and I also think that there's something for the compassion of like hearing somebody else's story and like also appreciating what they have now. And so there's that too. Um, but like, yeah, like community over competition has always been one of my favorite totally. hashtags. Like yeah. I'm all about that. And then also when you were saying like the success situation with the people around you, it's like, I've always heard like, you want to be the least successful person in the room. And like, even if that means like you don't say anything, you just sit down, shut up and like listen. But like, yeah, surround yourself with people who are doing better than you because that's how you're going to learn. And it might feel, feel scary and it might be overwhelming to like not really know what you're doing. But like, that's the only way you do it is to just start somewhere. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like what I see for it. And yeah, I just really want to, I want to meet more people in more diverse areas of life than not just my bubble. And so I feel like this was a really fun way to do that, to kind of get to know new people and like, um, we have another co-host, Amber, and she'll be on the next episode with me. Um, but, like, getting to know different people and hearing their stories and, like, oh, I just think it's going to be so fun. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm excited. I also feel like there's that piece of, like, when you said community over competition, it just made me think of that thing. Like, sometimes, we were just talking about how sometimes on podcasts that we listen to, you always hear about the stories of people's success and how they made it and how they're doing, like, so amazing and, like, where they're at now. And all that is awesome, but I just, it's not always super relatable. Like, you and I both know there's always times where we're doing super well and then times where it's like, ugh, like, what is happening? Why is this happening? Why is it so hard? And, like, on social media, which is a huge platform that people are, like, a part of and sharing their lives and their businesses, it's all the highlight reels. It's yes. all the good stuff. And I will say, like, it has been a little bit more of, like, that buzzword of, like, authenticity or being authentic has come through a little bit more, which I appreciate. But even still to this day, I know business owners who are dealing with certain little tiny struggles and they won't post about it and they won't share that struggle, even though it totally could help somebody else if they just said like, oh, it's just so annoying that I'm dealing with this. And like, I wish that this was like easier. I wish that I knew the answer. Like they could get help. They could get answers from their community, but they like don't want to like look bad. Yeah. And I'm like mad about that. So like I'll post whatever I want whenever I want, but like fake it till you make it. I'm like, mm, no, like, yeah, like want for yourself to have it and like take all the action necessary but like fake it why yeah no i can't fake it <laughs> i can't fake it i can't either i'm so it's, bad at that it's not a thing i have in me it just it reminds me of i feel like we were talking about this too last time we met for coffee that if you see a bunch of other people doing the thing that you're doing instead of being like discouraged like oh well, i shouldn't do this because there's a bunch of other people who are already doing it to be like 
oh, if other people are doing it, then this must be something that people want and need. And so how can I bring myself and my own creativity and my vibe into that space to share myself and my gifts with people too? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge part of it too, because a lot of times probably we'll be talking with people who are in similar businesses or do similar things, not... There's not a lot of, like, totally original and unique business ideas out there. There's really not. <laughs> but it's, like, who are you and, like, yeah. what are you bringing to yeah, this Yeah, because nobody can be you and nobody can do exactly what you do the way you do it. And that's why, especially with, like, photography, too, it's, like, you're not just getting your picture taken. You're, like, hanging out with that person, right? Like, we're having a conversation. We're having an interaction. We're having an experience. And I happen to take your picture. And so you could get that with anybody, but like we get to hang out, I'm your person. And then that, that feels like, that feels like there's more of an established connection happening there. Yeah. And I think that's true for any business is like, you want to hire somebody where you have a human connection with. Yeah. Because I could buy t-shirts from anyone. I could buy coffee from anyone. I could buy, but like, but I like you, so yeah. I'll buy from you, you know? And right. so I think that that is another component of that. Don't, yeah, don't get jealous. Just offer your own personal God, and with the photos too it's like whatever whoever you are and how you're connecting with that person like you're bringing out something in them that you're capturing in moments that somebody else probably wouldn't yeah yeah for sure we could talk more about that another time but yeah I've got lots of thoughts on it. I got lots of thoughts on photos um but yeah I just I mean I don't know what else do you want to share about this I guess I kind of would like to hear a little bit of your like we kind of touched on that for a second but I would like to hear a little bit of who you are and your backstory and like what you're doing now just so that people can get to know like us kind of and why we even feel like we have the right to speak on ownerships of businesses and things yeah. like that like yeah I mean yeah I I did kind of touch on it a little bit but how far back should we go how far tell me about your first business <laughs> so it all started and um so when I was growing up my mom was always very entrepreneurial like she always had little side hustles and businesses and um, she like co-owned a couple of franchises, but then always was like, oh, on the side, I'm going to start this cake decorating business, or I'm going to start this catering business, or I'm going to, so I always was around that and saw that. The entrepreneurial spirit. Totally. I also learned some bad habits from that, <laughs> which is like that idea that you constantly have to be like working and hustling and like draining yourself to make it work and to make money. And I had to unlearn that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm always going to say that my my health and my peace and my quality of life matters more to me than having a bunch of money. Money is great, and I love it, and it does provide us with a lot of options, but not at the sacrifice of my own well-being. It's just not worth it to me. Um, but... <clears throat> So, yeah, I mean, even as a kid, I always was, like, making things and selling them. Popsicle stick bookmarks and friendship bracelets and, you know, always just having all these little crafty businesses. And I think that's kind of where it started, um, was just kind of getting into more, like, the arts and crafts space, which is super fun. Um, and so I've done all kinds of stuff with that. I cannot even tell you the things that I've made. Hats and printed dresses and I used to like get in on your American Apparel wholesale oh, orders wow. for printing and soap and stuff with clay and I mean like all kinds of stuff. But then probably like 
11 years ago, 12 years ago, is when I decided that I wanted to teach yoga. And then I started really getting into the like health and wellness space. And so, I mean, I've done like MLMs and direct sales and all, all the things. All the things. And so, yeah, now, and then eventually I went to school for holistic nutrition and life coaching and hypnotherapy and was like, oh, maybe this is my thing. Like I could do something actually like professional with all the things that I really like. Um, And so I think for a time I've just been trying to, yeah, build on that and expand on that. But right now my thing is, which I literally just said, is that I had this realization recently of like, I'm not actively telling people what I do. And so instead of being like, oh, this business isn't working, so I'm just gonna like totally pivot and go do something completely different, um, I should probably give it a try with like actually being like, hey, I'm Mish, this is what I do. It's nice to meet you. Here's how I can help you. (laughs) Like actually putting it out there. And so I think that's where I'm at right now. It's kind of a like starting from scratch, but like really giving it a full effort. Yeah, I definitely noticed that too in my own businesses where I talked about this recently where I feel like I'm not giving myself that full opportunity. Like anytime it slows down, instead of pushing through to that next level, I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to try something new. And that is why I've had so many different, I mean, I used to call them projects, but then they became businesses. So it, it definitely is like one of those things that's really easy to fall into to be like, oh, well, this isn't doing exactly what I envisioned, and it's not easy anymore. Right. So it must not be working. Well, I haven't like, hit the jackpot with this one. So. Yeah. No, and <laughs> there is something to be said for like persevering and like keep going, just keep going, and uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, well, I feel like you're experiencing that right now with yeah. photography because you've yeah. been doing that for a long time, but you've really been like giving a lot of energy to it. Yeah. Like, with just within this last year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, real quickly, I would like to have a few questions with you that kind of will be kind of like our format for our guests as we progress because we do want to be interviewing a lot of people and we have a lot of questions for them. So one of them that I'd like to incorporate is how would you define success? Hmm. Good question. I think for me, success is about quality of life and I do think financial freedom is important to me, but also like time freedom. So to be able to do something that I really love that supports and serves others in a way that also gives back to me. So not leaving myself out of the equation and being like, no, I just need to give everything to everyone and be poor. Like that doesn't work. We still have to live in this society and play the game. Yeah, we still have to operate here. Yeah, and so I, I feel like success is like a quality of life thing. Like, can I do the thing that I love and still love it even when it's work? Um, and maybe not all the time, you have to do some things that you don't like, but, but also does this thing that I'm doing and giving so much of my time and energy to directly support and promote my health and well-being? Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So I think for me, success is having the financial ability to provide for myself and my family a way of life that allows me to like fully be present and like alive and not be stressed about money. And I've been in that space for a really long time where I've constantly been like stressed about money, stressed about bills, stressed about debt, whatever. And like to be able to not really like live in that space and be able to afford yeah, like afford groceries without having to like check 
my bank account would be lovely and like being able to plan family trips without being so stressed like about you know is is this taking money away from what might be a big emergency or is this taking money away from what i might need to pay for later like just having that freedom that feels like a good chunk of success but i do think that it also comes back to your health because without our health especially for like you and myself and our types of work is like our bodies are our tools and so they have to be like so well nourished and cared for um, and respected and I don't know like utilized in a way that allows for them to continue like longevity like that to me is a huge deal I want to make sure that my body is my biggest tool and it can last me for my entire career and so that plays into the success too because yeah what good is money if I don't have my health Right. So they're so intermingled and intermixed, but I do think that um, that financial aspect is not like, oh, I want to make a million dollars or like once I have a huge home, I'll feel fulfilled. It's like, you know, I just want to be able to spend time with my family and do things with them without the stress lingering in the background or like, you know, oh, am I going to be able to pay this off later? Like, yeah, I just want to be able to do the things. Yeah. And I will say for you and I, like our paddleboard dates, it's like that is the most liberating financial freedom experience because it's like money doesn't even matter on the water and like we get to do that and everybody else is at their office job and we are on the water and that feels real like yeah. real special and like we're spoiled pirates of the arizona waterways yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i don't know there's something about that just being in nature that makes me feel really successful totally yeah yeah it's that time freedom also not for nothing i do want to make a million dollars just saying i always say that yeah well when i when i have a million dollars yeah. Yeah, and that's real. Like I really do mean. That. And but also like a million dollars. Like how far will that really get you? And also, it's not even that much. I feel like no. Oh my gosh, I have need to, to be dreaming bigger. I do have to share that because yeah. So like this year was the year that I was like, I'm gonna make a hundred thousand dollars this year. I'm gonna do it. And um, if you break that down per day, that's two hundred seventy three dollars. I think I, I would double check that. Two eighty. Let's round up. If you make two hundred dollars and two hundred and eighty dollars a day every day for a year, you have a hundred thousand dollars. But then I read on like some New Yorker magazine, whatever, it was like $100,000 is like the new $30,000. And I was like, damn it, just when I set my goals. I mean, it's true. It's true. Yeah, with, like, you used to be buy a house for like $150,000, a really good house for $150,000. Yeah. Now it's like, now it's my house. <laughs> half a million or, you know, like whatever. Yeah, it's no, ridiculous. It's, yeah, that's true. So yeah. I don't know how how high that goal is now. So maybe we do need to dream bigger. Well, let's, just start, there, you let's know. just start there. Dipping in your pockets for taxes. And so then your $100,000 is like $70,000. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But you know how I feel about donations. Like I'm like, just donate totally. all the money yourself and then everything's a write off. Make sure you keep your receipts. That's why having tons of money is awesome. Cause yeah. you have options, which options. means you can also like do really good shit with your money. Yeah. And we could have a whole, we should have a whole, we should have a whole episode on our thoughts on money because I feel like that's really a yes. deep one we could go into totally yeah um okay well should we do some more questions that are I mean, sure. on our list I guess we could talk about um well you brought this one up uh, what was it like getting started and like what kind of obstacles did you have to overcome in that process I mean I feel like I'm just getting started right now again <laughs> so uh I think like pulling from that, I think right now it's a little bit different because I've done businesses before and so it's kind of that thing of like, oh well, I know what I need to do to get started and like listen, I am so bad at the like create a business plan, 
create your ideal client avatar. Like, all, I hate all of that. Like, yeah. find your niche. Like, I do see so some value in, in, like, that process. But, like, look, like, we just said, like, start a bunch of things, find the next thing, and just, like, change your mind. Like, I want to have unconditional permission to change my mind at any time, especially if the thing that I'm doing, like, isn't working or it's making me burn out or it's like taking away from my quality of life it's like okay like maybe this isn't the thing or you pull back on that thing and sure. do it differently um, but right now yeah I do feel like I'm kind of in the starting phases and the biggest thing that I'm realizing is which is like so frustrating and also super liberating is like I'm the biggest obstacle oh yeah <laughs> like like what is really in my way oh it's me it's actually just me because look I know people that have have created like major businesses and built like wild success in money and lifestyle and like all of it from nothing no education no certifications no diplomas no you know whatever it's just like I have this idea and I'm just gonna like make something out of it and I will not ever waver yeah and people are like are you qualified they're like I'm doing it aren't I yeah what are you doing yeah so it's like, oh yeah. So that I think the, like building the belief in myself that I can is probably like the biggest obstacle and challenge that is like really a daily practice. I'm serious. I know, I believe that's why I'm laughing. When I'm like, <laughs> there's like, like especially when you look on social media and you're like, oh, there's yeah. 5 million people doing the same thing that I do. Yeah. And like, and then looking at people like trolling them, being like, where are your papers? What are your certifications? What are your qualifications? Like, mm-hmm. listen, Sally, do you want what I have or not? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not forcing you to buy it. If you don't want it, go somewhere else. Yeah, move along. Get out of line. You're taking your <laughs> right. space. And so like, that's my, yeah, like building that like belief in myself and then also that confidence that's like, not, not everyone is gonna want to drink my, I was gonna say Kool Aid milkshake, and we're not a cult. We're not starting our cult yet. <laughs> yet. Okay. We're gonna get those tax breaks later. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. That's another episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, like not you know not everybody not everybody loves tacos. That's fine. It's fine. I mean they're wrong, but it's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. What? How would you respond to that? Hmm. <sighs> It's so interesting because all of my businesses have started organically as in I have, so I'm technically a teacher by trade, right? Like I went to school, I went to art school to be an art teacher and I did that for a few years, um, mostly in private school settings. So I had like this like nice flexibility of a couple of hours a day that I would go in and teach, but then the rest of my time was really my own. And so, um, I would start little projects and I would just do things that I liked and my hobbies always turned into a business. And that was like nice because it was like, oh, you're really good at this thing. Why don't you sell that? And I would, I would say, okay. And I would like put it on Etsy or I would show up at those markets or I would whatever, um, do that. And that was like, even my photography started that way too. Right. So I was like, oh, I just like taking pictures and people were like, oh, you take this picture. And the very first people who paid me to take photos, oh my gosh, like if I could give them a do over, I would, because I charged like $50. And I was like trying to fundraise for my first big girl camera. So I was like, if you pay me $50, I'll take your photos. And then when I hit my, I think it was like a $600 camera, like I'll have my nice, my real camera, like an adult. 
Um, and so I did that and that was how that started. And that was like all friends and family, right? They wanted to support me. And so that was really beautiful and lovely. Um, and that's how most of my businesses have started. And then, and then you kind of get to the hurdle, which is kind of like where I am now. So even though these businesses aren't new, it's kind of like that expansion process where you're like, okay, my customers aren't just my friends and family anymore. And thankfully it's been past that for a while. Like I do have people who are not related to me that I've taken their photos. (laughs) Um, but like it's, it's like the outer layer. And I'm kind of like so visual that I'm like, I want to draw this for you guys, but it would be like, you know, you have your inner circle, you have your outer circle, then you have your outer circle's friends. And I'm at like that outer limit circle friend, um, ring. And I'm like, I need to jump another layer. It's like a little electron. Yeah. Yeah. Jump out. Right. So I need to get one more layer out. And so that's kind of what my current struggle is, even though that's not a new business struggle. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful that all of my businesses did start like more naturally and just enjoying what I was doing. And so I didn't feel like I had a lot of that struggle up front. Um, maybe like logistically it was like, you know, starting up your website, like just those little things of like getting things done. But I always feel like, yeah, that, that felt easy to me. It was fun. Yeah. So I feel like we missed you, especially like with selling something that is so visual. Yeah. Like when you we we like miss that part in like in these days in modern times where um in my day yeah like everything is done online mm-hmm. which is great for like visual things but yep. also like you still like you were saying the like what you bring to it is yourself and your personality and like the energy that you exchange with somebody and so you can't get that from the internet like you can't get that without actually like having a conversation with someone or sitting down with them and being like oh we totally vibe like I would love for you to take my pictures because I just know that you're going to bring out the best of me or I feel really also, comfortable with you funny. Or, okay <laughs> are we about to swear on the podcast <laughs> yeah it's our fucking it's our, podcast, it's our fucking podcast. <laughs> um but like, yeah, I just feel like that, like you, you don't always get that piece from just, and even like what we post of ourselves on the internet, because we're not posting ourselves in like yeah. our most, um, I don't know, candid states. Sure. Right? It's definitely curated. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to post my double chin, but like I am going to post, I do like to be authentic, but no, I'm but probably on these videos we will be like, oh no, we need to find our city memories because this is not it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I think there's something to be said for like, once you start, it's it's like your circle of influence, right? It's like, if you have 10 people, those 10 people each know 10 people and yeah. then those 10 people. So then you start to like branch out from there yeah. and then, yeah, like it does start to trickle out into that, like where you said you are in like that, the big outer circle now, Yeah. but it's like, there's still something to be said for like always referral based businesses. Always. Always like will work forever no matter what the economy looks like and yeah and I'm like trying to like kind of pull back from my um investment yeah so like Instagram like I love that it's playful it's fun for me yeah it works for me but I have no interest in like going onto TikTok and like growing no. a business there I don't really want to go on some more platforms I literally just want people to find me maybe from my Google reviews and maybe from I mean 100% from the people that know me but and also like reallife.com yeah like yeah, we want to do real events. Like that's another like, part of our meet people, be with people, yes. experience people. Because that's how you that's, feel their energy when you are yeah. online. It's like that's it, there's it's so fake. Yeah, I know. No matter how much we try to be like, I'm gonna be real, but also first I made sure that I looked good yeah. and I like got ready and I have the right filter on that doesn't like change my face, but it changes the way my face looks. <laughs> right. I don't want to change my nose, but I definitely want to even my skin tone. Yes. And that's a problem. Thank you. <laughs> that's a problem. I'm really, I'm really trying to stop adding filters. Oh, uh, I can't. 
Uh, they're so pretty. They are fun. They're super fun. Yeah. And I like the filters in the green and like I like that film look. So like I don't feel too bad about that, but it definitely is something to be said about. Yeah, like the real life in person and like these conversations, which I'm that's why I'm so excited to do more interviews because it's you get to learn a little bit about each person and like it's something that you don't get to just see on their post. No, and like you said, that's how you're like, oh, I really like you. I want to buy something from you. Like that's how I think that's how like the best businesses are made. Yeah. It's like, this person's a great person. Yeah. So like, yeah, I could go buy them somewhere else, but like, I like them. Yeah. I like them. I agree. I totally think that's part of the success aspect of things. Right. For sure. Um, okay. So some other questions I have and also maybe the struggle because some days you just feel like an asshole and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, we all have those those secret sides of us. Like, I remember when my kids were little and, like, we'd go to the grocery store and, like, someone would be like, oh, I just like Trader Joe's. Like, on my Instagram, they'd comment back, right? And I was like, my kids are more recognizable than me, by the way. Um, they're adorable. And so people would be like, oh, I just saw you and your girls at Trader Joe's. And I'm like, shit, was I yelling at them in the parking lot? Because, like, <laughs> they don't want to get in their car seat or they didn't want to, like, you know, whatever. And I just remember that. And, my, and I was like, oh, my gosh, people, like, might notice me in public. So I'll turn my asshole filter down. No. Because even in public, you, like, you do have, you have a filter. Yeah, and, like, sometimes, like, your face just does stuff. <laughs> Not you, but, like, me. Well, like. Right, right. We have the, we can't, we can't fake it. <laughs> My face is We actually lie. can't I fake can't. it. Yeah. And so that's real. That's not, it would be really yeah. nice if we could fake it once in a while. But, yeah, we're real people. And we, um, we, I do yell. It's not great. Um, this, like, totally reminds me of how like how we even met is because first of all <laughs> back in the day of blogging like yeah. that's how we connected right yes. through blogging yes. but then we also realized we that had we like had, I found you through mutual friends we so had people it was through mutual friends and then I was like oh these mutual friends know this girl and she has a blog and I'm gonna read it and yeah. she's great and I love her totally but which I is, never but I never met her yeah which is how I think I connected with like a lot of people that I even still know yeah oh, sorry no offense to like people today but like we had it so much better yeah. like blogging and live journal and all that stuff was such a better tool for organically connecting with people yeah. it was like we actually read things and our attention span was longer than 15 seconds yes and so we like really deeply connected yeah we did not have we like it. Yeah. scrolling it was yeah. like oh was you're less... gonna post this whole thing and yeah. i'm gonna fucking read it yeah mm-hmm. but we so then our friends got married and we were both at their wedding but we hadn't met in real life yes so we didn't know each other. Right. And then you sent me a message and was like, oh, I saw you at the wedding. I was the one at the fire, like nursing the baby. Yes. And I was like, why didn't you say something? Sorry. Sorry about that. So Because I'm socially awkward. But also like growth because here we are. Here we are. And like I am, yes, I am better about that. Now when I follow somebody online and I really am like into what they're doing. And like even with this, it will require us to be like, hey, I follow you on Instagram. I found you from a friend, whatever. I really think you're doing some cool shit. Would you like to be on our podcast? And yeah. that is going to be a brave step for us. So totally. I'm really excited about that aspect of like our growth and connection with people. But yeah, I am awkward. Like it's, I'm, you're not, you, you came to my first yoga class when I moved back to Arizona. I did. And now I love the like hot yoga studio yoga. with carpet. That's fine. It was, Perfect is weird, but it's weird. fine. <laughs> it's fine. I had, a, I had a great... I still remember my... Um, but it was fun. That was so fun. My thumbs to my heart when I do the... Oh my God, why can't I think of words? Chair pose. Oh, I was like twisting. You're twisting, twisting and chair pose? What yeah. The, what is that called? I also am certified yoga instructor, guys. I should know these words. It's fine. We don't need to say the Sanskrit term. What is it? Okay. That's fine. We'll move on. It's not... We'll Google it later. Um, 
Okay, so... Um, <laughs> no one cares. Literally no one cares. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the best. That's actually the best point of this entire podcast is like literally no one cares. So yeah. like if we have mistakes on here or if like we stutter or I say like too many times, no it's actually cares. fine because no one cares. No one cares. I'm so here for that. Okay, so some other questions I had on here um, that we had talked about. Let's see. Um, we'll, oh, we could do this. Who is someone you look up to in, in your industry? <sighs> That's hard, actually. I know, because you have a lot of industries, and you're kind of forging a new path. I will say, like, the the person that I feel, like, most connected to right now is... Oh, God, I'm totally going to fuck up her name. Is it Sarah Durham? Sarah Dunham? Sarah Durham Wilson? Anyway, she wrote... Um, uh, she's on Instagram as Sarah of Magdalene, and she wrote Made Into Mother, mm. which is a book that I just finished reading, and I am, like, obsessed with. Um, it's, it was just like a whole fucking journey of like, oh shit, like you're stuck in this like old little girl way of being. And like, oh. you keep getting dragged down into the underworld, but you're like, mm, we don't want to be here. And so you try to like shoot back up, but like life just keeps holding you down until you have like the full experience of like just letting it all crumble so yeah. that you can like be reborn and like step fully into like your like wise feminine mature feminine because like look we're fucking adults now it just is how it is we are adults now <laughs> and I feel like I like in that space of talking about and creating like community and working with people and working with women and talking about yeah like how we care for our bodies and ourselves and our feminine nature and how that connects to like even the earth as a whole like that's the work. And I think, um, yeah, I'm, like, really inspired by that. When it comes to, like, other people that are teaching, like, movement or, you know, like, people that are doing coaching or teaching nutrition or, you know, whatever, I don't – there isn't anybody that I'm, like, super onto right now. I think a lot of it is still – so like diet culture driven and based on like what we look like and I'm just not I'm just not in that space anymore yeah. and even when I try to go back in like no this is what people want like people want this and I'm like I, I can't it feels like so ugh, like in my body like oh my gosh I can't wait to talk about how things feel in our bodies added to the list of episodes oh yeah like it's just like yeah it's disgusting and sludgy like I, I'm just not there and so I still see a lot of that and I think we have a long way to go to get to get out of that, which potentially could be like a business struggle. But also, I know I'm not the only person who wants to be pulled away from that. So, yeah. 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 I'm thinking, too, now about my about my industries. And um, I think the photographer that I'm really looking up to right now, her um, her brand and business is from the Daisies. And I really love like. I've taken a few like just like little freebie online courses from her and she's really inspiring for the vibe that her her photos have um and I really love the aesthetic of that and it's so interesting because you like as an artist you don't want to like copy someone's style but I also feel like you are inspired by the people that you like and you're like oh I wish I would have thought of that or like I don't know it's just kind of like you resonate right so it's you feel that vibe and you're like oh yeah I'm into this so I'm really like into her work right now um and then there's another woman that I found through her, like, courses and stuff. 
um, Eden Strader, and she has a podcast that I've also been really into right now, and it's called That's My Personal Business. And it was so interesting because we had talked about doing this, and then I found her podcast, and I was like, well, it's kind of like similar, but obviously we're doing something that's so different. Yeah. And our interviews are going to be different, and our personal episodes about like, you know, when we have thoughts and ideas and we just want to share with you guys, like I was thinking like book club and like other fun stuff like that. Um, it's going to be different than what she's doing. But anyway, she's a lovely resource too. And she used to be a wedding photographer and now she's like an education business coach and she does like branding and coaching. And like, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, I just feel like those are two powerful women that I'm like learning a lot from right now. Um, so that'll probably be my two for my industry. Can we start a podcast book club? We should. I was so just going to say, when you said that about your book, I was like, so we both love reading. Um, I do have like a local ladies book club that I go to. And then I know you have your book club that you're starting that I'm also going to do. Yeah, but we another thing here. Well, we could just tell everyone right now which book are you reading. I actually just started a book um, today. Yeah. So I just finished that, made it to another book, and now the book that I'm reading is called um, "Women Without Kids." Oh, can I read it too? Even though I have kids. <laughs> no, totally. Uh, well, I mean, it's really. I heard the author on a podcast. She's written another book. I cannot think of the name of it right now. Um, oh, sober curious. Maybe. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I didn't read that, but I also stopped drinking. And I know another friend had read that book and then stopped drinking because she read that book. And, yeah. I, and I, I ended up not reading that book, but I also stopped drinking. And I would probably still read it. Yeah, I mean, I or, like listened to it on audio. I haven't read it actually either, but I, I was like, oh, I recognize that book title. And then, yeah, just hearing her on this podcast, I was like, I should check this book out. That's just like, whatever. That has nothing to do with this, but like. On a personal note, I just feel like that's something that I've been exploring. And, like, a lot of my friends have kids, and I fucking love kids. Like, love them so much. But, like, I don't have kids. And so I think there's something to be explored there of, like, having also community and, like, resources for people that are, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're anti-Mish to my girls. I'm anti-Mish to so many people. It's so great, though, because so my oldest daughter also doesn't want kids. And instead of being, like, sad about that at all, it's, like, those life lessons that I'm giving her now. And I, like, talk to them about that. And I'm, like, okay, it's not – because it's not like I can tell her. Like, my mom always told me, like, well, when you have kids, you'll, like, you'll feel differently. Or, like, when you have kids, this, right? Like, that was always said to me. But with her, and I know she doesn't want them, and, like, obviously would never, like, force that idea onto my children – I'm like, okay, but you're still going to be a mother to your community. Right. Like, even though you're not going to give birth and even though you don't want babies, like, you are a mother to to your entire circle because, yeah. like, it's a maternal thing. It's like, it doesn't mean you actually have to have the baby. And so um, that's a really interesting concept I'd like to. Well, actually, that's why I think the transition is so funny from going from this book of made into mother and then being like also women without kids because mother is an energy, right? It's like made in mother crone. Like you don't have to actually like birth children to like have mother energy and to step into that and like have your, like everyone has an inner mother yeah, and to like use, utilize that. And also like that piece like stepping into that and like owning that energy more is so helpful for me in in like business and what I'm working on right now being yeah. like yeah, because like what like effects. what is the what's the intuitive thing here yeah right and like how can I step into it with like bigness mm-hmm. and be solid yeah and I feel like that's like what that mother energy is it's like a it's a knowing it's like I don't need everybody to validate me like this is the thing that I know that I'm doing and this is what I'm gonna do but yeah. like I also feel like we need support, and so we can't do it on our own. 
So anyway, yeah, that's the book that I'm like just starting to read right now. But so if anyone else wants to read that, I do love, we'll probably chat about it later. (laughs) I love book clubs. I feel like I've been invited to join a few, but then whenever I'm like, what are you reading? I'm like, "Eh." like I'm not excited by it. Yeah. And I do feel like that sometimes with my book club ladies, I'm like, well, I'll read it because we're going to read it and talk about it. And I like love hanging out with them. So like, I'll do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a few books that I'm like, mm, that was easy. Didn't really fulfill anything. But like I said, I feel about TV. I don't watch TV. Yeah. And so I'm like, if it's on, maybe I'll like, it'll be on, but I'm not going to like really invest in it. And there's definitely books like that. But I, you and I have talked about this, that I love the Libby app because it has oh, yeah. the free uh, audio books. And so I'll just blow through a book that I'm not like reading. But I love to take like notes in my books too so it depends on what the book is like how much I want to invest into it emotionally yeah self-help books I gotta like read those because I want to like write notes and highlight shit if it feels like a workbook style yeah yeah totally yeah we should make a workbook (laughs) (laughs) no but that's a part of it too is like I feel like that's like the next like first get like super established with like what it is that we're doing and be really good at it and keep like expanding community and like work on the things that light us up. And the like next layer is um, how do you make making your money, make money. And then also like making money when you're not doing anything or like when you're sleeping or whatever. And that is like a huge part of it. Yeah. You know, I love writing my books, workbooks, workbooks. That's next. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We really should though. That'd be great. It would go along with our retreats and everything. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay, well, you heard it here first. Workbook's coming soon. Um, okay, I feel like we've kind of hit all of our big ticket questions. Um, so that kind of gives you guys like a sneak peek into what we'll be kind of going over with our interviewees. But um, do you have any last thoughts? I don't think so. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, okay, so the way I wanted to end each question or each interview um, is what would you tell past niche mm. to get you to where you are now quicker? Like what is a little, a little, like if you could go back in time travel and give her just a little, you know, like a winning lottery ticket and then she gets to come here faster. It's so, it's so easy to say. And I think sometimes more difficult to like process or hear in the moment. But I do think that like the, biggest most key thing is like you already know oh shit that's a good one like you already fucking you actually know. already know stop asking everyone else stop trying to get the next thing stop trying to like look outside of yourself for the answer like you already know mm. pull five thousand people red or blue if everyone says red but what you really want is blue you're not gonna fucking take red yeah <laughs> like you do blue because that's the thing that you want so if you can just get to that first of like oh like like this is it and this is my thing and just yeah believe that you can mm-hmm. that's the that is I really I think from watching so many people especially people who do similar things um or have done similar things to me is like the biggest difference between us is that they never had any belief that they couldn't yeah and for me I feel like that's been like the obstacle that pops in all the time is like I don't know if I can do this but like I see people that like took an idea with nothing yeah they're like "Mm, I I teach this now I do this now like no certificate like nothing and they just never changed their mind that they couldn't 
this is what I do. And I, I fucking do it all the way. Yeah, I really love that. Ooh. So, yeah, you already know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now I'm thinking about mine. You do know. You I already do. know. I already know. <laughs> no, I really love that. Um, and mine would kind of just to be like, it's kind of is similar to yours, which is like, I feel like in the past like month, I literally like sat with myself and was like, what are you doing? Why don't you believe in yourself? You see all these other people do these things and there's no reason. There's nothing like, it's not true. It's everyone special, but there's nothing special about them, right? That they're not like, they're not actually superheroes. They're not actually, they have nothing that you don't have. Yeah. And all they did was just believe in themselves and they just kept going. And like, once my brain like rewired itself, it was like a, like literally a switch went off and like, it felt like success kept pouring in. Like it wasn't even, it just, it just happened so easily. And like really the only thing that changed was me being like, I'm betting on myself and I'm, I can do that because like literally, and also nobody has told me I couldn't do anything. It's not like I have this like childhood trauma where someone was like, you can't do that. Like that was all fucking self-imposed. I did that to myself and was like, no, you have to be responsible. You have to be a mom. You have to do the Like wherever I have to show up here, I wouldn't be able to focus over there. When really, I absolutely could do both and I absolutely am doing both. And like, so I think that kind of comes back to like, yeah, just keep going and like bet on yourself. No one else is going to save you. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. It's not totally self-imposed. I feel like maybe it's a societal thing. Society. I mean, it could be. The patriarchy. Totally. That. And like we all have, even like as women, we all have like internalized like patriarchy. So. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's there. But it wasn't, like, a direct, you know? Sure. Because I feel like there are some people that I've heard stories, and I'm like, wow, like, that was a shit situation. And I those think people, I had that. Those people were mean to you. Yeah, I think I had that, where it was, like, I want, I just, like, as a kid, like, I just want to make art. Yeah. And I was like, well, you can't really make money doing that. Yeah. Better, better pick lie. something else. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why now, when it's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I just want to, like, move my body, eat good food, grow plants, and make art. Yeah, it's like all I want to do. <laughs> Let's just keep doing that. So that's it. That's the thing. All right, friends. Well, I feel like that is kind of the conclusion for our our first, our very first podcast. We um, fucking did it. We did it. We recorded it. It's here. Um, and we can't wait for you to hear it. And if you love it and like it, I'm going to figure out how to set up all those review things. And like, you can tell us you love us. Yeah. We want you to be obsessed with us. That's just me. We, no, we do. <laughs> we actually do. We want you to tell all your friends and we want to hang out like in person. Yeah. So you can find all of our stuff in the notes and we'll have it so that you can find all of our upcoming events because we should do like a podcast party where we just like get Ooh. all our friends together. Oh my God. Well, that I don't even so know. Annoying. It would probably be chaos. That's why we're going to do it one at a time. Niche, we're doing it one but at a time. It could be fun. One friend at a time. Like a round table, like a dinner party podcast. Okay. We'll put on the books. I mean like... It's just an idea. What do you guys want? <laughs> you want to be on our podcast? Um, but yes, yeah, thank, thank you for so tuning in. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We'll be back soon. Outro.